Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Chris, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How's your day going? It's going pretty good. How are you doing today, Ryan? I'm doing great. We're recording this morning. In the morning, I was saying that I've got a completely quiet house because my kids and my, my wife are gone, so no distractions, ready to talk to you. Looking forward to the next 15 minutes. So why don't we kick it off by you telling everyone you know, who you are, what you do for a living, and then give us something you're grateful for right now. My name is Chris Miles. I am a full-time blogger, YouTuber, and podcast host. And I've been doing it now for about maybe three and a half, four years. A lot of people say when I tell people that, you know, that's like my quick elevator pitch. And sometimes people are asking, what blogger? I mean, is that still a thing? You know, some people think that, you know, blogging died in 2009, which kind of did, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but um, it depends on what kind of blogging you're talking about, right? The kind of blogging where you talk about what you ate, ate for breakfast, did you go to the gym earlier? That kind of blogging, yeah, that did die like more than a decade ago. The type of blogging I do is answering common questions for people on a website on a particular topic. So it can be something like, um, like I have a golf blog where I answer common golf questions. I get traffic to that site. And then once I get traffic to the site or people, eyeballs on the site, then I can find a way to monetize them, you know, and make money through things such as display ads, affiliate marketing, things like that. So that's actually what I've been doing now for about four and a half, or really more like seven years, but I've been doing it full time for about three and a half, four years. That's awesome. What are you grateful for? That might be what you're grateful for, but what, what, anything else come to mind? That's probably one of the bigger things there because what, is, what it's afforded me to do, Ryan, is have a different type of lifestyle. I'm the kind of person who always had a job since I was like 15 years old. You know, even after school, I'd go somewhere for four hours working, just trying to make a little bit of money on the side. So it was kind of weird when I got, you know, a little older, me and my wife, we found out that we were pregnant with our first son. And uh, when he was about to pop up, you know, she expressed interest that she wanted to stay home with him to, so, so she wanted to quit her job. And I remember thinking, ah, I don't think we can afford that. And I remember telling her that you got to at least work part-time, but I was like, no, nah, I got to just put my big boy pants. And I was able to figure it out by falling into blogging and affiliate marketing. And um, by doing that, it wasn't easy. You know, I had, to, I had to figure it out all the way through. But after a while, we were able to pay off a lot of debt. We were able to have her quit her job about 18 months into it. And then about two years later, um, after we first got started, I was able to quit my job. And, you know, happy to say it's been about three and a half, four years ago. It's excellent. I want to want to go to the personal development here about your morning routine. But let's let's stay on business for a little bit. Because this is really interesting to me, you know, making full-time living blogging to some people, that's like the dream, you know, like being your own boss and owning a, a set of sites that earn you money while you sleep, as I say, you know, I know it's obviously yeah. a lot of work. So I'm just like sugarcoating it, but it's a lot of work. I know. I know there's a lot that goes into this, but like, how did you make it work? Like, is there anything that sticks to, is it consistency? Is it a, a game plan? Like, how did you make this dream come true? What, what comes to mind first? Yeah, that's a great question, Ryan, because to be honest, I think a one reason why this was so, I was able to figure it out was the fact that I had a different reason why I was doing it. I wanted to do it because I had a motivation of wanting to kind of provide a different lifestyle for my wife and son. So in the very beginning when I had, you know, I've done other entrepreneurial type stuff, not all of them really worked out, right? So some of them made a little bit of money, some made not so much money or, you know, not really justifying uh, continuing with it. But for whatever reason, with this one, because I had the motivation behind my back that I needed to figure this out, I, I had no other option. I needed to figure it out because I had like a nine month, <laughs> I had a nine month like um, time period I had to figure this out. And from the time that we found out that she was pregnant till, till Benji showed up or my, my son Benji showed up, that we needed to do something. Now, I didn't quite do it in nine months. We did it in about 18. But having that 
reason why is what kept me going even when things weren't going the way that I wanted them to do, where I would have normally probably given up in the past. So yeah, to your point, Ryan, it was like consistency. It was certain stick-to-itiveness, you know, to where even if something ideally didn't work out, like I didn't get enough traffic that month or I wasn't able to get enough conversions for how much money I made or maybe the traffic just dipped on the site and I was just like, I'm like, okay, now what? In the past, I might have given up, but because I had a different reason why I was doing it, I was able to keep pushing forward and just and, and not give up. Where does most of your revenue come from? Is it affiliate marketing or is it something else? It comes from blogging and affiliate marketing for the most part. Um, I have two businesses. One that does uh, has a, a portfolio of what are called niche sites or niche sites, depending on where you are in the world. <laughs> so a portfolio of niche sites, I got like maybe five or six of them that generate the bulk of my income. But then I have a second business that actually shows people how to do this thing as well. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That, that's actually, um, you're making me think of a previous guest I had. It's not, not affiliate marketing related, but he owned a, he owns a string of storage units. That's one business. And the other business is teaching others how to do the same. So you learn how to do it. You show that you're successful and then you show others how to do the same. So he, uh, yeah. that's, that's actually a pretty, uh, I think a few guests have followed that model, just different industries. I'm really big into actually doing it. You know, I don't like, you know, I mean, a lot of times there's an old adage out there that says that people who don't do teach or something like that. And I always try my hardest to kind of buck that trend, right? So I'm always trying to have a blog up and running that's generating income using the latest tactics for search engine optimization with Google and backlinking and keyword research, all of that fun stuff to make sure that I'm staying up with the times. You know, I've hired mentors to show me how to, you know, really scale these businesses to as as high as I can. And being able to turn around and and show other people who didn't even know that this business even existed, you know, is pretty rewarding. Yeah, it sounds like it. And and you are doing it. You're doing it and then you're teaching it. So it's like the best best of both worlds. So let's talk about your morning routine, Chris. How do you start your days? I have kind of a loose morning routine, but it does essentially do about the same thing. So you know, it's just my wife and my son and me when we're here. I try to wake up a little bit early so that I can get a few things done. So probably around 7 a.m., I'm probably getting up. And uh, from there, I'll hop in front of the computer. I'll check the traffic on some sites. I'll check the revenue, see what's going on. Around 7.30, 8 o'clock, it's about time to get the kid up, get kid and my wife up. And we try to get them dressed and hopefully get them something to eat if we can, you know, and so that he can be prepared to go to school. You know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Get him to school around 8.30, 8.45, and then I come back home. And uh, I'll, actually, that's when I kind of go, go to work. So I'll sit there on my computer and probably work on some blogging stuff, maybe a YouTube video or something in my community, just trying to give people, you know, some, as much as they can. I'll probably do that till around 12, 1 o'clock, unless I'm working on something huge and I might keep going to like 3 or 4. But for the most part, you know, around 12 or 1 o'clock, I'm done with what I need to do for the day, at which point I can go to the grocery store if I need to, maybe clean up you know, the house a little bit, go do the dishes, you know, things of that nature to try to get that done. And then around 3.30, it's about time to pick up my son. And usually when he's here, I can't get much work done. So I'm usually either telling him like, hey, I got to do this or hey, let's go ahead and do what you want to do. And then we'll kind of hang out for, you know, most of the day. And then that's pretty much the day, you know, and um, that's pretty cool to have that type of lifestyle because before I was working, a, you know, uh, not just a nine to five. You know, a nine to five is really rarely a nine to five. It's like a right. eight to six or a 7.30 to seven. And I was working those 12, 15 hour days and barely being able to see my son when he was first born. So being able to, you know, tell you that morning routine that I just had just now, it works out great because I'm able to, you know, have the day to do mostly what I want. 
you know, I guess when the pandemic happened, you, you were just kind of like, didn't miss a stride, right? Like you were in the, like your business was like perfectly suited for that, for that situation. Cause you're already at home online, you know, all that. Right. Yeah. I like to say that I was working from home before working from home was cool. You know, so <laughs> I quit probably like 2018 or so. So okay. which was 2018 or early 2019. And then, you know, the pandemic hit in early 2020. So I had already had uh, a few months of, just waking up and kind of just going about my day. And then when everything shut down, you know, there were more people at home. And since there's more people at home, there's more people on the internet just Googling yeah. random things, which means the yeah. traffic on my sites went up. The business actually started doing well. And then the entrepreneurial side of the business as well, where it comes to the teaching and everything, people started, more people started popping up there because some people were getting laid off from jobs. It was a tough time, right? So people were getting laid off right. from jobs. They were not able to because they couldn't go to work and the jobs couldn't continue to pay them. So some people were really in a pickle. So being able to show people an opportunity that, yeah, you can make you know some money on the side by doing this and doing that. And then at least somehow you know, supplement the income that you have until things started to bounce back. Do you, uh, not to get too, ne- too technical here, but I'm in, I'm in the digital marketing world too. Do you rely mostly on organic through Google or do you layer in, is there a paid advertising element so that you're not, you know, all your eggs aren't in one basket? Yeah. So for the blogs, 100% organic. I've never paid for traffic to go to a blog. And mainly because the return on investment just isn't there. And once you get, you know, droves of traffic onto the site, you're doing pretty well. Now, for the paid side, I do use paid advertising for my courses. So, So on the other side of the business where I'm pretty much just showing people how to do this, how to do that, I do have paid ads for it that I run, you know, probably six months out of the year. And that's pretty much it. So 100% organic for the blog posts, but then for uh, showing people how to do it, I do run ads to try to get in front of the most eyeballs. Okay. And give us some tips around like, so people that are listening that are interested in this kind of profession where they have an online business, it could be blogging or whatever it is, or they're working from home. Like, how do you, are there habits that you rely on throughout the day or, or, a way, a way that you structure your day to keep yourself motivated? Because you basically wake up and you have like a clean slate and so you can, you know, work on whatever you want. And so how do you structure your day to be efficient and to get the most out of those hours that you're putting in when you don't have a boss telling you what to do and you could do whatever you want to do, essentially? Yeah, Ryan, that was really a hard transition for me when I first quit my job, right? Because yeah, you're used to having a boss telling you what to do, when it's due, and how to do it, right? And then all of a sudden, now I don't, I'm my own boss. I don't have a boss. And I got to come up with my own projections for the quarter. I got to come up with my own what needs to be done. So it did take me like three to four months before I realized that I was wasting a lot of time. So I remember I hired a mentor to kind of help me with that kind of thing. And they helped me just kind of become more of a project manager. So I'll have a project that I'm working on. It might take me a couple of months to work on it, right? But that's what I'm working on. And then I move on to something else and then move on to something else, just depending on that. Every single day, what makes sure that my day doesn't go in vain, I guess you can say, is one thing I like to say is a blog post a day keeps the employer away, right? So I keep trying to make sure that I create some type of content that day that goes out, you know, whether it's on a blog post or whether it's a YouTube channel or something or a podcast, you know, depending on what it is. Regardless, I got to create something that's going to go out there. That's where I try to help with the organic stuff. So as long as at some point during the day, I created something that went out to the masses, then I probably had a good day. I like that. But you say one blog post a day keeps the employer away? Yeah, a blog post a day keeps the employer away. 
I like that. That's really, that's really neat. We talk about tips on the show, usually around personal growth, but just from what you were saying, it sounds like you've got a, a specialty in, in SEO, which stands for you know search engine optimization for, for everyone listening. I'm pretty certain that we have not talked about SEO on this show. I'm almost positive. So what's your number one tip for SEO? So is everyone listening, SEO is where you optimize your site, your website for organic traffic. So like when someone does a search on Google for a keyword, you are showing up high, hopefully, in the organic section of Google, not the paid side, the organic side. Yeah. What tips do you have for SEO? Yeah, I try to liken SEO, especially Google SEO, like a library, right? So you go to a library and you want to find a book about a bear, right? So you're probably going to go to the computer, you type it in, and it tells you exactly where in the library bear books happens to be. SEO is kind of similar. You're trying to work with Google. Google's like the big librarian. And you're trying to work with Google to create your content in a way to make it so easy for Google to see it and know what it's about. That way, they can present it to the right person at the right time and then get traffic to your site. There's a few tips that you can use in order to make sure that your SEO is on point. Sometimes people will hear the words SEO and kind of kind of get a little sheepish because they're like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know anything about SEO. And then they try to go another route, whether it's paid ads or something like that. But I can tell you right now, Ryan, nothing has a higher ROI than going after SEO traffic because eventually you're going to start getting free leads with it if you do it right. So um, a couple of tips that I would do, you need to find a keyword that number one, you have a, at least a shot at ranking for. That's probably the number one thing when it comes to SEO. Make sure that it's a keyword or a topic that you have a shot at ranking for. To do that, you just Google the phrase, look at the websites that are there, and see if the content's any good, and can you create something better. If that's the case, then you found yourself a decent keyword. At that point, make sure that the keyword that you're looking for, let's just say it's how to fix your golf slice, right? So let's just say you, um, that's what you're going to be going after. You want to make sure that that title is in the title of your article, is in the URL itself, and the URL meaning you know yourwebsite.com slash how to fix your slice, right? You want to make sure that that's the case. Make sure that you put that keyword in the first 100 words of your article and then use it naturally throughout the rest of the article. And if you do that, you've done about 60, 70% of on what's called on-page SEO and you're good enough to continue writing the article and then move on to the next. Excellent. Yep, I agree with all that. So we do we do a lot of SEO at Ballantine, my family's marketing agency. Yeah. And so yeah, everything you said is... Uh, Spot on. So thanks for sharing. A little, little bit of a different topic, but we like to talk about business here. So appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, no problem. I have a question about happiness for you. Okay. Because you're home alone. Well, you have your wife and your kid there, but Benji there. But you know, I'm I'm assuming a big part of your day you're you're working, you're by yourself. Like, how do you feed your happiness? Unless you're someone that gets someone that likes to be by yourself. But like, how do you feed your happiness? Being that you work from home and you don't, you're not in an office around people, etc. Yeah, that's that's a really great question because working on a computer all the time, you know, when you're when you're a blogger or just a content creator probably in general, it's a lonely existence, you know, cuz you're kind of just there by yourself for the most part working on things. A lot of the connections and contact you might have with people is through email, or through text message or something like that. You know, that's kind of why I, I do kind of relish having a podcast where I can talk to other people um or at appearing on other podcasts like like yours to just be able to have an opportunity to talk to other people about entrepreneurship, about blogging, about this, that, and the other. So that's what I kind of do to try to get out of that. Now, that said, I am the only child. So I actually <laughs> do a decent job of entertaining myself. So I have this thing that I like to use. It's called, um, what's it called? A Brain FM. I don't know if you ever heard of that. 
Brain.fm. So it's like lo-fi beats that you can plug into and then just kind of work. But Brain.fm is a little different because it's, by the way, I'm not, I'm not, not, not an affiliate or anything of theirs. I just like the, like the service. They have like white papers that accompany what they do saying that it kind of helps with getting you focused with your brain waves and everything. You know, you can go on YouTube and just find random lo-fi beats, but these are specifically created to be able to kind of get you in a focused mode. So I use that and it really does help with getting work done more efficiently. That's what I've been kind of doing. And that, that helps with, you know, not feeling alone because I'm focused on my work at the time. So hopefully that kind of answers your question. No, it does. It's funny you say that tool. I, I love different resources and tools. So we'll, we'll link that up in the show notes. But uh, it's funny you say that because I, I have a tab open for YouTube and it's uh, hopefully it doesn't start playing. No. Okay. It's a uh, <laughs> study music alpha waves, relaxing, studying music, brain power. It's like all keywords in the yeah. title, but basically it's like alpha wave music that I just play in the background while I'm doing work and it keeps me zoned in like a, like a missile. I'm just like really focused. Yeah. You know? It's great because there's no words to it. And sometimes the beat isn't very predictable. So you don't find yourself bumping to it or, you know, kind of bobbing your head or anything because it's just there to keep you focused. It works out really well. I've been using it quite often. I can't use it a ton sometimes because I do edit video every now and then. So I can't listen to the music while I'm editing video at the same time. But if I'm doing something that just requires me typing or whatever, yeah, I, I kick it on and I, I plug in and, and go from there. And the time flies usually when that happens. Excellent. Well, we are at the end of our time, but I do have one last question for you, yeah. Chris. It's about the meaning of life. I like to been asking this question in most of my interviews lately because I like it. Through the lens of Chris, you know, because this, this is a personal question, through the lens of Chris, uh, what do you think the meaning of life is? Yeah, man, that's, that's a great question. So it's an it's a insightful question as well. So um, I would definitely say that one of my favorite sayings is I like to fear regret more than I fear failure. The fact that, you know, we live, you know that it, that's not going to always be the case, right? And um, that because of that, it puts, gives you a natural drive to do what you can. That was a big reason why when I decided to quit my job to just stay home with the family, I remember thinking to myself, like, it's probably gonna be tough being around the family all the time, you know? And don't get me wrong, there, there's times where, you know, we might be at each other's throats, but at least we're getting through those times. I didn't want to be gone constantly for that, right? At a job where, you know, I'd work 12, 15 hours a day, come home, be able to see my son for like half an hour before it was time for him to go to bed or something like that. So I was like, let's, let's figure out something else. And worst case scenario, I'll just get another job. That's kind of the way that I looked at it. I didn't want time to pass and I feared the fact that I missed out on, on him growing up, on developing a better relationship with my wife and the family and everything. So I was like, let's just go ahead and just be around and try it for a year. And then two years came and then three years came. came and uh, you're like, OK, so we're, we're still kind of doing it right now. And it's, it, it gets a little tougher, especially in this climate that we're happy to be in right now. But I got some things in the pipe that I'm working on and, and hopefully things will start bouncing back the way that it needs to. Excellent. Well, this was great, Chris. Thanks for everything you shared. If someone wants to learn more about you, where should we send them? Yeah, definitely check out the podcast, uh, Blogger Evolution Podcast. I talk a lot about blogging, obviously, and affiliate marketing there and how you can scale this up to a, a full-time income or re replace your income or maybe just make an extra hundred bucks a month, you know, whatever it is your, your goal happens to be. And, um, and then also the YouTube channel under the same name. Perfect. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, no problem, Ryan. Thanks so much for having me on. 
Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.